Let's talk digital. We are at the cutting edge of digital tweaks, changes, transformation. A local digital marketing podcast. Conversing with industry experts and giving excerpts about the exception. Hosted by Audrey Naidu. Sit back, relax, enjoy. I'm really looking forward to what's coming up in South Africa in the next couple of months and years. How's it everyone? Welcome back to another exciting episode of Let's Talk Digital with myself, Audrey Naidu. Today we are continuing our Women's Month series with our next guest, Shyam Abrams, client lead at Corral, about her journey as a leader and how she views digital transformation from a media perspective. This message is brought to you by Future Tech Media, providing next generation technology solutions. Future Tech understands the challenges women face in the space and are spearheading the charge in empowering women through its future networks by women for women foundation i really love the quote by cheryl sandberg coo of facebook where she says that leadership is about making others better as a result of your presence and making sure that impact lasts in your absence so profound and true how's it Shiam? welcome to the podcast Thank you, Audrey. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's awesome to have you at last talking to us about all things digital. <laughs> I'll do my best, Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's going to be fine. Listen, so, uh, you know, you've always predominantly been in the agency space you, through your career, but I think you had two years at Suntime before you moved back into Visium. Tell us about your career path to date. It has actually been a very exciting journey for me. Um, so yeah, so I've been on the media side for more than 15 years. Um, and I always wanted to move over to client side. So I've did a two year stint at at Santam. And I mean, over the years, I mean, I've, I've had the opportunity to work across a number of brands to engage with um, different types of people. And all of this has obviously culminated in my experience over the years. Being at Santam has also um, allowed me to look through a different lens from a sort of a marketing perspective. Um, and that was also another exciting journey. Um, but I have veered back to the agency world because um, I guess this is where my passion lies. It's the constant dynamic change in the industry, um, engaging with just different types of um, touch points and myriad of opportunities yeah, and just just the, the sort of the fun side of of of, of marketing, um, and just birthing um, a number of of initiatives. It's interesting that you say that you're working in complex environments. We know that media agencies is rife with disruption right now. We are actually shifting and transforming as we speak. So, how do you actually operate within a changing, constantly changing environment? I um, usually say I operate in organized chaos. <laughs> if I if I if I look back at um, I spent I've had a couple of days that I spent in um, in India, and um, when I I just looked at sort of that 
busy world, busy landscape, traffic, um, and people just sort of, it just works for them. And, and I guess that is what media is because you, you constantly have to change your hat. Um, you, your, your conversation, it's, 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 it always, it always changes and you just have to adapt and, to, and, 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 and adjust. Um, it's this no one formula for the way we work. Um, we always have to equip us, ourselves with what is out there. We always have to test and learn and then we have to take all of that and just sort of, you know, add it to what we are doing and, and interject it into, into our workspace. I mean, our life is like that as well. I mean, as women, we are dealing with a lot. Um, you go through the day, you're thinking about what to wear, um, your to-do list, your children, what to cook and all of that. And, and you're kind of like, um, everything is just it's, it's that at rest, but somehow it just work. It's organized chaos. And at the end of the day, when you've stepped back, you're like, oh, my word, like, I've done it all. So that's just the way I have adapted to this constant work change, um, this chaotic world. And, and yeah, I, I have a passion for it. And I just go in ball to wall. I'm smiling right now because I'm just thinking about your analogy of using India. If you think about that organized chaos, people still live, they function, and, you know, the world is getting faster and faster, but somehow you got to stand still sometimes and pause, right? Yes, um, sometimes you have to, um, but if you stand still for, for far too long, you are <laughs> going to get knocked over, so you can't. You literally have to get up, and I've seen, I mean, people on those tuk-tuks, I mean, they literally, they drive, they move through the traffic. Traffic, even if there was a bump, they literally, they get out, they fix the bump and they move on. Cannot actually stand still for too long. True. True for women as well. Hey? Yes. Uh, we've got our different hats on every single day from family to personal to uh, our careers as well. And how do we juggle it and make sure we make right decisions as female leaders? How have you navigated an industry that's been dominated by race and gender? I mean, you and I have spoken about it. Um, are there any war stories to share with the, with our listeners today? There the are indeed many stories, um, but um, yeah, we're going to have to have a much longer session if I have to go through the entire journal. I have been very lucky in my in my career journey because I have always been empowered by good, strong women and um you know they have taken me alongside on the journey they have seen something in me and um and and really taught me many things along that journey from a sort of a personal perspective i mean i didn't have much of that in my own personal life my pillar of strength was my my grand my grandmother or my grandmothers. And, and, and during the time of me growing up, um, there was no time to cry basically over spilt milk. You always had to, um, you know, get up and go. You could never talk about your emotions because it was never allowed in the house and in, in the household. Um, however, from a, a career point of view, um, many women that I have, have that has taught me and I, I've been working with have taken me on, on, on this journey of um, teaching resilience, um, how to become a lot better um, with tactics and, and just me as as an individual so that for me has been absolutely um a very great experience and i still have that in my life one of the biggest challenges when i started in the industry was always about there was 
um, transformation hasn't happened, wasn't at the sort of at the pace where it is now, or it hasn't kind of like taken that turn. So um, that was one of um, one of my biggest challenges was, you know, as a, as a, as a woman of color, I always had to, I always kind of like second guess myself because you kind of like feel, um, am I doing the right thing? Um, am I, um, am I good enough? Um, is this plan good enough? In, in saying that with a woman next to my side, there's all, they've always had this affirmation and given me that affirmation. And through that, I've actually learned to overcome some of those, those um, barriers, especially from a transformation um, perspective. And I've, I've also had to, if I look at even my, my background, is that like, if I am constantly going to look back in terms of, um, you know, or, or feeling that, race or being a woman is going to be a stumbling block. I'm never, ever going to be, be able to move forward. Um, and that actually sort of also gave me the injection to constantly sort of move forward, not focus on the past, not focus on um, what can't be, but rather focus on what, what can I do to drive change in this ever-changing sort of world that we are, are living in. Funny you should say that because this morning I was just reading uh, something on Sheryl Sandberg and she said in the future there won't be any female leaders. They'll just be leaders. Exactly. Um, and Audrey, that is true. I mean, uh, we, we shouldn't be talking today as women leaders. We are leaders. We are leading so much. So we are already sitting at the boardroom tables. We are already leading big agencies. I mean, if you're looking at the advertising industry, there's so many women that are leading. So why we, we shouldn't have that label as women leaders. We are leaders. Yeah, I, I get you. But at the same time, I think to your point earlier is we do need support. We do need other female mentors and, and leaders to take us on this journey because we often self-sabotage, you know, uh, due to legacy systems and what's happening in the past um, tend to hold us back. But you're right. I mean, there are massive changes in, in the world in terms of how uh, female leaders are perceived and you know, taking their rightful place at the table, having the right conversations and networks. But I think we need to support each other as female leaders as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I agree with you. And if we don't support each other, we're never ever going to, to be seen as a leader. We're always going to be seen as a woman. There's always going to be that label that's hanging over us. And me as an individual, uh, I don't like to be labeled. Um, honestly, I don't want to, like to be labeled um, because I'm a, a, a a woman of color or I am a person of color. I want to be seen for the change that I'm driving. That for me is is living with purpose, you know, doing things purposefully. That is what, you know, you earn and, and that's how you earn your respect. It's not it mustn't be attached to because I'm a woman or because I'm a woman of color. It is my output is what I give back. It's how I um you know, do my work, how I show up every single day um, as a as a person that is part of this environment, as, as a, a, a person that is, you know, doing a job and doing it well and doing it good. Um, it's the same as being a mother as well. I mm -hmm. mean, we all learn as we sort of go through our 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 journey of life. I guess um, for me, I actually just I realized I'm I'm first me 
then I can be a mother and then I can be a wife. If I don't take care of myself, I cannot be a mother. I cannot be a good leader. So always put yourself first. And it, it's taken a while to get there, but I'm very proud that I am there now. So Yeah, um, no, that's great. Balance is key. Hey? Absolutely. Yeah, and living your purpose. And then I think to what you said, making an impact in this world and leaving behind a legacy for the next generation. Which brings me to the next question in terms of, you know, as a client lead, you have a team, you have young people, digital natives, and it's difficult to also manage people through these changes because not everybody is at the same place at the same time. So how do you believe you're shaping, mentoring, or preparing the next generations to come? I have two young adults. And they have also helped me see the world differently. Coming, coming from a, a very strict upbringing and, and having kids young, um, and now they are actually adults, um, they have also taught me a lot in, in listening. Um, and often they do say, mother, you don't listen, <laughs> but I do. I, I listen with half, a, with half a ear, but it's about giving them their own space. It is about um, getting people to find sort of their own path, but always be there as a support. So it's taking leadership from behind, from leading from the back um, and not from the front, because you cannot do be in the workspace. It's not about I. It's about we, it's about a team and allowing people to sort of grow and be themselves and being able to, to, to add value because that's why we, we hire these people because whether it is a young Gen Z, um, they, they add so much value to, to where we're going. And um, if we can't sort of engage that and, you know, then we're never going to be able to always going to have blinkers on. So through my children, I've also learned a lot to with that, that kind of navigation. So I just reinterject that back into, into my, my leadership skills um, and, and, and being there so that, you know, together we work around this journey. And if there's a problem, I'll have your back and we will navigate through us and guiding them because that is also how I have been taught within the workspace. That is never about <clears throat> myself, sorry. It's never about one individual. It's about, it's about a collaboration. It's about working together. And I guess most of the leaders that I have been working with has always led from the back. And that has made a huge difference. Mm. So it's about nurturing talent and growth within your team as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's let's talk shop a bit, Shia, because I know how you love what you do. So we know that the media agency is being disruptive, you know, with all things moving towards digital. Where is the the industry headed to? You know, Audrey, um, we're constantly talking about digital as it is a completely separate thing, but it actually it isn't. Digital, um, it's it's channel integration at the end of the day. It is that, yes, we are operating in a more digital world, but from a, 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 a consumer perspective is how we engage with what we have in front of us, whether it is a mobile phone, whether it is um, streaming, it's how we engage. So um, it's very important that, you know, we don't, we don't talk about digital being 
separate. It's there because there is this obsession about you know this bottom end of the the, the funnel, but it's it's actually how we facilitate the digital component as part of that facilitation, you know, or utility mechanic. It's all about tactics because digital is a tactic. Social is a tactic. TV is a tactic. Um, it's how we actually make it part of our everyday life. So um, that is what we constantly be, need to, to remind ourselves that it, it's part of, of, of the journey. It is not separate. Okay, yeah. Would you say that your clients understand the evolving landscape uh, and the new forms of media that's available? Clients do. Clients do. We all have to. It's very important that we equip ourselves to to make sure that we understand um, this evolving sort of lands, landscape because it is changing. But um, it's it's actually how does it form part of what I need to deliver as a marketing person? Um, what is going to be the output? How does it how does it relate back to the objectives or the deliverables that I need to need to achieve. So um, it, it's all about just understanding how it forms part of it. But there is understanding, but often at um, where there could be a gap is just in terms of that, how does it get translated into that, into that um, sort of area? I'm sure there are some hurdles that you had to get over, <laughs> you know, especially in the last two years with COVID. You've seen some changes and conversations with clients. How how do you address it and, and keep clients comfortable during this time of uncertainty? Um, communication is key. And, and you're right. Um, a lot has happened over the last two years. And we quickly had to you know, become a what much more alert in terms of what was happening. But the one thing about about people is that we are resilient. Somehow we just we adapt to change, and then it it, it just it just happens. From a client perspective, is that I mean, like I said, communication is quite key. It's important that we understand the challenges that our clients are facing, um, and help navigate those changes um, and work with them because um, internally with. My, with many businesses, um, you know, like there are disruptions. It's disruptions how um, consumers are engaging um, with client platforms, whether it is their website, whether it is the app. Um, and at the end of the day, if we don't understand what those business challenges are, it does make it very difficult for us to, to give the support. And that is an ongoing challenge across in every single industry, you know, that is happening. And the important thing is we need to communicate more with us. We, it's not just about putting down um, a marketing plan. It is about putting down what 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 is the business outcome? What do we really want to to, to get out of this? What we how do we want the consumer to engage? And how and we as media and marketers will help unpack that journey with you. It is about collaboration. We actually cannot work in silos because else we're never ever going to go move forward. Mm-hmm. If we don't understand what those business challenges are, we're never going to be able to translate some of those business challenges into sort of marketing solutions. Yeah, I completely agree because just buying media without aligning it back to business objectives, you know, it's the it's the other argument about being perceived as a media agency versus a business partner. I think that's what you're making reference to. Absolutely, because we are not media planning and buying. 
um, agencies. We're not, we've moved on so from that. And often we are still being referred to as um, reach out to so-and-so. Um, they are our media planning or buying agency, but we are not. We are strategic business partner solutions as, and, um, in, 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 this, in, this, in, this, in this new world now. Absolutely. As Strategic Business Partner Solutions, you have tech as your big enabler. How have you actually embraced uh, this technology changes? Because it's not only tech from a media side, it's also dealing with new tech, you know, like a Salesforce, like GA4 with all of the changes because tech is bringing data together. It's allowing you to have those strategic conversations. What are some of your learnings in terms of a tech perspective, you know, and how do you translate that back to clients? Within our business, we have got our own tools um, because we know from an injury perspective, there has been some limitations. So we are using our own tools to translate um, some um our media principles. One of the challenges that we that is out there is, is that our tools and client tools are not speaking to each other. So we are a lot closer with our media partners in terms of interjecting their tools into, into our tools to translate that. And the challenge is because there is a lot of risk from a client side um, and hesitancy to, to actually sort of um, get the tools to speak to each other, um, you know, we're not there yet, Audrey. And I don't think that it is, there is currently a solution on the table because um, from, from, a, from a media side, um, we are doing, we're using our capabilities, we're using the support of our media owners for, for, for technology to speak together, to get some of those data insights. What is important is, is that how clients will allow us to actually take some of our data solution and interjecting it into, into their digital capabilities so that we can actually start talking as a unified business partner. Um, and that is a challenge because um, we understand that um, we need to protect people's data. Um, and I mean, the big buzzword is we are becoming a cookie-less world. So um, that dependency is falling away from a, a, a third-party perspective. And more so than ever, our clients are going to need to share with us because how can we how are we be able to market better to consumers how are we able to start understanding consumers better if we don't start sharing and um that is something that's that's a complexity that we haven't overcome i don't have an answer for it um and i'm sure there are many marketers that also don't have these answers but we just have to continue talking to each other so we can actually build out an, a modeling technology offering bespoke for each and every client because that's what we have to do because um, people are consuming media differently. They are snacking differently. And as partners, we have to speak to each other because we can't just sort of be reliant on on one kind of um, technology tool. Data protection, 
you know, content management or big in your world. Very, um, very, yeah. very big. Marketing automation could be a possible solution, but you're right. It comes with these challenges when you start looking at bigger corporates and some of the governance processes in place. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's going to be a while till we get there, but at least, you know, there's uh, progress being made in the interim. Shiam, you know, uh, back to being a leader in your space. What are you known for as a Shiam a leader? I wear, I wear many hats. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I know. Yeah, I used to be, I used to be called um, the discount queen. <laughs> um, but um, honestly, now um, it's just about being present. It's about being that supportive person, um, and and just. Build, continues to building trust and relationships. And that is, that's, that's the output. And that is what I have gotten back. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I can't explain it in individual words. It's encompassing of, of many factors. Okay. And, and what do you love about what you do? I love the outcome. I love the outcome. I love the birth of something that we have put together. Um, you know, and especially sort of the journey that we have taken. The journey is because it's never sort of an easy one. There's always complexity. Um, but then, you know, when you look at the outcome and you, you see how that campaign that has been constructed, um, you know, it's just landing. Uh, that for me is, is exciting to see. But it's the path that we have, that we have taken um, as a team you know, to, to, to get there. What advice would you have for other female leaders within the, the media and marketing digital space? My advice would be as a leader is just to constantly listen, be supportive, which I know a lot of people are, and yeah, continuously just to equip yourself with, with everything that is out there. And don't, and don't be afraid to take that leap. We are leaders. We are here because we've been resilient. And we must just do what we continue doing. I'm going to put you in a spot here, Shiam. So if there's other young female leaders trying to, to drive growth and uh, their skill set, are you open to, to mentoring some of them? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I, um, it's an automation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It happens automatically, yeah. but um, I'm very, I'm very happy to be part of um, an, a mentorship program and, and mentoring young people. That's fantastic. So people can find you on LinkedIn. They can. Um, I might take a little long to, <laughs> to respond, <laughs> to respond uh, but I always say ping me on the side as well. Shyam, thank you so much for sharing your personal story with us and for being so awesome. Uh, it's great to have you with us today. Well, thank you, Audrey. Uh, thank you for having me and thank you to the Future Tech team as well for, um, for reaching out. Okay, cool. Take care. You Bye. Future Tech invests significantly in growing women firstly within their own business with over 50% of its workforce and 60% of its leadership being female. Future Tech Media continues to empower the female youth by offering bursaries and bringing interns to its business not only to be taught about digital but to be work ready in digital advertising. We're excited. You're excited. I really value and appreciate your support during this time. Helping decision makers navigate the change and keep some change in their pockets. Don't forget to subscribe. Follow our Instagram handle at TalkDigitalZA. Engage us on our website at Talk. 
www.digitalza.co.za. Who knows, you could be featuring on the next one.